It's Akila here, back with another podcast, Satire Banter. Let's just get right into it. Today's episode is going to be about ics. The ics are basically going to be about people, things, things that literally just make me want to throw up. They're kind of very specific, so we'll get right into the episode. also going live on TikTok so I'll be getting live input from people. Someone asked what's that cloth thing? It's because I can hear so much backlash so I used my gym shirt to cover the mic. Okay let's get right into the podcast though. The first thing on this list that gives me the ick. Guys feel free to comment the icks that you have about people or if you agree. These are some of the icks that I have. First ick is being rude. I think that's self-explanatory. I feel like people who are rude, why? Like, why do you, why do you think it's okay to be rude? I don't understand people like that. So that's my first ick is people who are rude. Being rude just shows the type of person that you are. Like, say we're at a restaurant and you're literally being rude to the waitress. It's like, that's weird. Well, they're human beings too, so can't stand people who are rude. Someone said, rude is a sign of insecurity and ignorance. John Gunner 687 you're totally correct. Again, guys, I'm going live on TikTok right now, so everything that I'm telling you guys is live responses. Next ick is saying you find a family member attractive. If you know, you know, like Game of Thrones vibe, Cersei's vibe, Targaryen style. If you're saying like, yeah, my sister's hot, that makes me want to throw up. Be for real. Therapists who literally give shitty advice. That is a huge ick of mine. I'm gonna say it again. Therapists who give shitty advice, that pisses me off. It's like, do you really have a degree? Because this, uh, this advice, I'm not taking it because literally you could be like, yeah, I feel like killing myself. Your therapist is gonna literally be like, yeah, you should probably like do that. It's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I should go kill myself. Aren't you supposed to be telling me the complete opposite? You could literally be like, yeah, I'm in like this really toxic relationship. And they'll be like, yeah, so you don't think you're the problem? It's like, what? Like, am I really paying you for shitty advice? Be so for real. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to put you under the bus, better help. But we need a support group for that app, okay? People who have used BetterHelp, I, I understand because I was on that app for almost a year and I got some crappy advice. I actually cried on multiple occasions because my therapist really made me cry. I was like, what? Am I paying you to talk to me like this right now? She was actually rude. I mentioned it earlier, being rude. She was rude. My therapist was rude. I kept coming back to her because I was like, maybe I need to hear this. But honestly, I could have lived without her advice. So yeah. Therapists who give shitty advice, they give me the ick. Another thing that gives me the ick is people who don't laugh. I am a funny person. I love laughing. I love joking. I think that joking is one of the staples of life. I think that being happy and smiling and laughter is very beautiful. So people who take life too seriously and don't joke and like can't laugh scare me. Like that gives me the ick for real. Learn how to loosen up a little bit. Laugh a lot. You know what I'm saying? Next ick. Saying you're a picky eater, but you literally eat like crappy food, my guy. Like you literally are the complete opposite if we're going to be honest here. And I can attest for this because the only reason why I say I'm a picky eater is because I eat specific things in a specific way. Again, I don't know if I mentioned it. I'm on the spectrum. I mentioned it in my first episode. I'll give you an example. Broccoli. 
don't give me steamed broccoli. Like the way that I eat broccoli is like it's sauteed with olive oil, minced garlic, coconut aminos, and agave. That's the only way I'll eat broccoli. Yes, I'll eat it steamed if I have to, but like don't give me steamed broccoli, please, for the love of God. You will not see me put a piece of meat in my mouth. If you give me something with meat or dairy in it, you basically are mean as hell because why would you do that? <laughs> I'm a picky eater, but that's because I have dietary restrictions and eat things in a specific way. But people who say that they're a picky eater and I watch them eat things like Big Macs and stuff. It's like, no, you're not a picky eater. You just like to eat junk food more than you like to eat regular food. And that's okay, but don't say you're a picky eater because, babe, that's a complete lie. That is just fabrication. That is a lie and I don't appreciate that. Like, why are you lying? <laughs> They'll be like, yeah, I'm a picky eater. And the picky eating in question is a, a piece of fucking onion. You're a picky eater because you don't eat onions? No, that doesn't make you a picky eater. That just means you don't like onions. Because I can guarantee you, if I were to blend some onion up and you couldn't taste that onion, you would eat the dish. Someone said you'll eat anything if you get hungry enough. Actually, I have a story about that and it's very true. Basically, when I was in Spain, right, I was with my friends. We were walking up hills. If you're hiking in Spain in the middle of summer, you're dehydrated, you're worn out, you are hungry, you are starving, like, it is, intense what we were doing. Honestly shocked none of us passed out from dehydration. And I just remember us not eating anything all day and we finally got to a place. Before I went to Europe, I did not like olives. I genuinely just hated the taste of olives, black olives, green olives. I hated the taste. That day that I was so dehydrated and hungry from the hike in the middle of the freaking it felt like Sahara Desert, even though it was Spain. But if you know Spain in the summer, it gets really hot. In Spain, in these restaurants, they don't have appetizers, but they do have olives. Like they, they'll give you olives or like some type of pickled vegetable. I just went on this hike and I'm hungry. So I'm just gonna eat the olives because they kept bringing them to the table. So I was like, you know what? Maybe this is just, it's like almost when you go to a Mexican restaurant and they give you chips and salsa. So I was like, okay, maybe it's the same idea. So I started eating the olives. And when I tell you my taste buds switched from hating olives to literally like loving them after this. So I think the trick is like this person said, I'm gonna piggyback off of what they just said. But if you don't like something, Literally eat that thing that you don't like when you're starving. Your whole brain is like in starvation mode. So whatever you put in your mouth, you're gonna eat it. You might end up liking it. Like I ended up liking olives now. Now I literally buy olives just to snack on. Yeah, if you wanna change your taste buds and you wanna try something different and new and things that you normally wouldn't eat, I would definitely recommend eating it on a really empty stomach. But people in these comments, if you could read what some of the things that people were saying, it's actually disgusting. Next ick is people who are in relationships but don't post their spouse. That is kind of embarrassing and it's really sad. I know maybe you want to be private about your relationship or something, but like I think it's really sad for you to like not post your spouse, but you have a public social media. It's like, wow, that's kind of messed up because like, are you hiding them or are you genuinely just don't want to post your spouse because it could be a little malicious, I was gonna say malice, but like malicious intent. If you don't post your spouse, but you have social media and it's all public, but nobody knows that you're in a relationship, that kind of gives secretive, it kind of gives sneaky. So people who don't post their spouses, but have been in relationships for years, that is wild to me. And that's just facts. Aside from my ics, I kind of want to change the topic here a little bit. This literally has nothing to do with anything. 
But I think personally, when you wake up every day, you should always try to learn something new. And that's just something that I've always stood by and I live by. You should try to learn something new. Last summer, I was learning French and at least trying to learn one new thing. The register for a class, I don't know. Learn how to paint, learn how to build something, um, learn a new language, learn how to cook a new dish, learn how to bake, learn how to read a hard book. I just think that learning something new every day is just something you should work on. One thing that I learned new was that I had a high IQ. I learned that my IQ was 134 about two days ago. And obviously it could be better. <laughs> I could be on a level with Elon Musk. That's what I would prefer, but let's switch it up from X to what I don't think is an ick, right? So one thing that I consider not to be an ick are dad bods. I love dad bods. I just think that people who are super skinny, especially like people that I'm dating and they're super skinny, I can't do that. I just don't find that attractive. So I like dad bods. Like that is a complete opposite of an ick for me. Like this one TikToker who dances, literally his whole like brand is him dancing while he's getting dressed. And I think that he is so attractive. He has such a dad bod, he knows how to dress. I don't know, he knows how to dance. Love him, love a good dad bod. Another non-ick of mine is people who can cook. Another non-ick are people who are yes people. I hate people who are no people, right? Like if you can say yes to pretty much everything, it's okay to say no, okay? I'm not saying that. Yes, let's do it. Yes, let's go. I'm always down for that. Like I, that is a non-ick for me. I love people who are like yes people. Um, okay, I have to go back. This is gonna be my last ick of the podcast. I have one last ick that I do wanna get out there. And my last ick are people who don't know how to read the room. I cannot stand people who do not know how to read the room. Like read the room, okay? Like if you see somebody's uncomfortable, read the room and leave the room, okay? Or if you see that you said something that made someone uncomfortable, read the room. Otherwise it's like now you're just being an a-hole and I don't like that because I overly analyze the room. I'm like, am I making someone uncomfortable? Am I doing something? Like, you clearly see that I'm uncomfortable and you're gonna still press the topic. Now, if I were to beat you up, would I be in the wrong? Probably. So it's just like, why are you pressing topics and situations when you see that I'm uncomfortable? I'm not making you uncomfortable, but you're starting to make me uncomfortable. So it's like, when people do that and they're trying to press a situation, I don't like that. I cannot stand people who don't know how to read the room because if I would have actually act out in a certain type of way that like is something that old me would have probably done. I would have probably, I don't know, entertain that side of me, but like they didn't know how to read the room. And I don't think you want me to go there. Like, But anyway, that's the end of my podcast. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. It's your host here, Akila, with Satire Banter. And tune into my next episode. Bye. Love you.